good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola thank you for joining me today we're going to be musing on something that i've called prayers of peace from god it's not really amusing really i'm just going to be reading a few scriptures about peace from god and um some days ago i actually did a musing on the peace of god which passes all understanding so some of you may be wondering why i am still you know on this thing of peace but like i said every day i sort of like you know my understanding with god is that we we talk on what is top of mind at that moment so even if it seems to be you know similar or close to what we have mused about sometime later earlier that means god's you know there's still space you know for for us to have that and um like i've said before in other musings um you know this walk with god is a lifetime thing um there's never anything that you say oh because i studied it today therefore i know it you know even most of the time it, it takes so long for things to become beliefs you know you know I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to understand more each day now the difference between a thought a belief and a mindset you know so a thought is something that just comes to you it needs to have been repeated over and over you know and backed up confirmed validated through your own you know process of doing that before it becomes something you believe and then depending on you know if that belief then ties to your values to your experiences and your environment everything seems to confirm it you know then it becomes a mindset and once it becomes a mindset that is the point at which it begins to govern and you know your behaviors and what you do and how you respond to things so somebody bringing a thought or another word just out of the blue that contradicts that mindset cannot just change it like that because before that mindset was formed you had gone through a process of thoughts of values of experiences of confirmations of validations before it became a belief and then became a mindset so a single thought or a couple of thoughts or a couple of words coming in cannot change that mindset it will take a long time before those words can even or those thoughts can gain momentum to even confront or contend with the beliefs not to talk of the mindset so therefore for us before the word of god can really really begin to permeate our lives and confront those you know non-christian mindset or non-spiritual mindsets or non-jesus mindset or non you know empowering mindsets that may have already been constructed into our mental frame we need to subject our mind to a repeated meditation of the word of god the thoughts that god speaks his you know the values that god teaches you know we 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 have to spend a lot of time thinking and dwelling and hearing it and being being in environments where people are confirming and sharing experiences around it for it to become something that i will to become a belief of me for me and then it becomes my mindset and this explanation i have never this is god speaking again so therefore i now understand why the bible says that you know it is the doer of the word that is blessed and not the hearer because there's a big you know how it lies a continuum in between hearing and doing simply because of this mental process it's the way god has made our minds and it's a useful way because it gives us the opportunity you know imagine if we're god created us as human beings that any thoughts that comes in you just do it 
you know i mean then that would be very horrible because that means people can just control you anything can control you but god allows it to be a process that is very you know that has to take time and a lot of influences have to come in before it forms we do not see the process but we actually see the impact of the process in the same way see people who are when they say people have been brainwashed that's what they do to them and they say people have been indoctrinated in a negative way that is also what they do to them you know and um, which is why things like propaganda all those things they're very very dangerous because these are people you know drip feeding people with very very negative thoughts incorrect you know thoughts to be able to influence the way the person thinks and make sure that the person's mindset you know is in that very negative slant but the word of god is not like that because the bible says that whatever things are good whatever things are pure whatever things are any of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise in those things those are the things that god tells us to, to think and dwell upon so that they can become part of our belief systems and our mind will be set towards good and not towards evil so that's a very very long preamble for why we're musing on um, peace from god so so in that line still on that line i sense the need that peace is something that i think the peace from god is something that is something that i think is needed for me at this time and i think for many of us as well i think if i look at everything that happened in 2020 i think what a lot of people haven't had is peace we, you know there's a lot of yeah yeah I, yeah I think generally you know i think that is what has been so people i mean has been lacking mostly and even well i would say that has been highly needed most needed most commonly needed is what i would say and the peace this is now talking about the peace from god so we've done several muses talking about this peace of god and peace from god but today i'm just going to touch on a few prayers you know referencing that peace from god particularly in the new testament and i want to ask again i should have said that at the beginning how are you doing um we're in the countdown to christmas today is the seventh day so i think 15 days more wow it's almost two weeks to christmas just about two weeks to christmas and um so how are you doing what is my math correct so this is the seventh no it's 18 days to christmas yes sorry i was thinking 22nd i don't know why my mind really is 25th so we're 18 days to christmas okay that's fine um so i hope you're well i hope all is well with you and yours and um, i pray that the peace of god which passes all understanding will reign in your heart and in your mind at this time and that as the year comes to an end the lord himself will show you things to come and prepare your hearts and your mind for that which is ahead of you and strengthen you with might by his spirit in the inner man and give you a sense of purpose that overshadows any sort of fear or any um, set of concern that you may have and that the peace of god in you will be strong and hold you firm and rise you you know lift you up above every natural situation every negative situation that you may have been faced with and that god himself will strengthen your resolve for good and make you like a rock and a pillar in his house and cause you to stand against the storms of the wind as they blow you will not be shaken you will not be moved but the lord himself will stand for you and he will stand and walk through you you will walk and you will not faint you will run and you will not grow weary for the lord will be your shield he will be your buckler he will be your strength and you will stand firm in all that he has asked you to commission you to do and his name will be glorified in your life now and forevermore for in jesus name we have prayed thank you for joining me let's just read a few prayers of peace from god stay tuned thank you
so um, not too many scriptures just a few um, and I would recommend that some of these scriptures just go if you're someone like me that is really in that point where you just want peace of God you're not even asking God for things anymore it's just God just give me your baptism you know and you know I think that's where I'm at you know after you spend the whole year praying for you know but tangible things I think I'm just at that point where I'm like you know what God just give me your peace that's all I want that's all I'm asking for at this time the peace from you you know so and I think God can easily do that you know what I'm saying he doesn't have to change anything he just needs to release some of that virtue from himself you know and I think when we ask God for those spiritual things I think it actually has more impact on him because that was what happened with Solomon when Solomon went before God and he asked for any God asked him to ask anything he didn't ask for material um, things he asked for wisdom and God said ah that you could ask for something like this therefore I will give you wisdom but not only that wisdom but I will also give you the wealth behind the wisdom you know and all of that so I've I have gotten to that point where I'm realizing that Solomon was really onto something and that you know going to God a God that is the most high God going to him and asking for material things I, th- I think we are shortchanging ourselves let's ask for the spiritual things and press those things so that we will get what we need beyond measure you know over and above that situation you know i that's my own i think um learning for now um because there's no way you will go to god and he will give you just what you he will give you you know the god that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all but i think the difference between the people that access that exceedingly abundantly all is what kind of request they made and what was behind the request i think that solomon style is a good one to um to emulate in the situations where it is needful i know that sometimes there are some specific situations we are faced with where we need a specific response for instance somebody is sick you want the person to be healed you know there's a condition that one is different but i think there's some other long you know like solomon was taking on a new role for instance and he was going to be king so that kind of thing you cannot be asking oh you know literally you have to take a very high level view of the situation and say god this is what i need and i think that's what he did he looked at where he was at where he needed to get to and he knew that he would have like a thousand decisions to make on the way so there's no point asking god you know help me with this one help me with that one mm, let me just say god let me just ask ahead please give me wisdom for how i will rule this your people and that really works for him and it was recorded that you know the wisdom of Solomon there was none like it in his time and people came from afar to come and learn kings other kings came to come and learn from the wisdom of Solomon you know what that means when you now become a sage a thought leader people are respected for the wisdom in your head but he knew that he asked God for it and that's why he got it but he was so wise that people would talk about him they would not talk about his riches they would not talk about what he had they talked about his wisdom the queen of sheba even came as well to come and see him you know so for that wisdom as well when people travel far wide by on horseback just to come and hear wisdom <laughs> you know that that wisdom is not an ordinary one and he got it from the most high god so is that same kind of thing that we're asking god today that same kind of peace that is not at all something the world has ever seen the peace that comes from god that is from his throne that is the same kind of peace i would have if i was sitting at his feet or i was you know bowing before him in the holy of holies that peace is what i'm asking the lord for right now so let's go ahead and start reading some scriptures Romans chapter 1 verse 7. Romans, the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 7 says, this is Paul speaking, Beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul always gave these prayers when he was talking to the people, you know. He would start with prayers, he would end with prayers. And he 
was always you know like i had said in i've said in previous episodes he would never he wasn't you know he would not say oh god give you house god give you this he was always talking about the peace of god he says grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ so that's what i i repeat that to everyone listening right now grace to you and peace from god our father and the lord jesus christ so he would say the peace of god and um yeah so um so romans 15 33 we see now the god of peace be with you all amen that's paul again giving another prayer you know he would always say to them the god of peace the god of peace it it seemed to be such a you know a recurring theme you know particularly with paul and i i think that's because the church was really under persecution at that time and you know he he wasn't praying that you know he, he like just like what solomon did then he did there's no point praying you know looking at each person's little situation rather just pray that the god of peace will be with you because if the god of peace will be with you he will carry that peace with him and invest it to you and take over that situation and whatever needs to be done once that peace comes in every confusion or whatever it is cannot stay in that environment so these are very spiritual prayers and i and i would say that any of us that is in that kind of situation whereby there's a multifaceted challenge and you can't even just begin to unbottle where do i start from do you understand you have to you have to raise the prayer to that solomon's level and you know if there are a thousand decisions you need to make to resolve one issue or several issues then you cannot be prayed in as much as you pray the step by step but you i think to keep your own your, your presence and your how would i say your well-being over that period we have to raise the prayer to that solomon level of spirituality which is what paul did whenever he was talking to the churches and that would cover everybody in whatever situation they were in so romans 15 33 says now the god of peace be with you all amen um second john 1 verse 3 says 7 john 3 says grace be with you mercy and peace from god the father and from the lord jesus christ the son of the father in truth and in love so that was john also saying that um he would say grace be with you mercy and peace from god the father and from the lord jesus christ the son of the father in truth and in love so grace be unto you mercy and peace from god the father and from the lord jesus christ in jesus name unto all of us that are listening and are part of this may the mercy of god the peace from god the father and from the lord jesus christ and from the son of the father rest upon us at this time in truth and in love and in love in jesus name so um romans 16 20 and paul then prayed this prayer he says and the god of peace shall bruise satan under your feet shortly so this is really interesting because we would we, we, we think that when you say somebody is the god of peace you will imagine that he's coming in peace and therefore there is no whatever but for him to say the god of peace will bruise satan under your feet that means that, that when god when the, the god of peace comes to restore peace so he makes things calm if it's if that peace if if it is required there is you know it is necessary for him to bruise satan under our feet he will come that peace will do it if that peace needs to restore calm from a situation of battle and war and contention he will come and he will bruise he will suppress and destroy all those enemies of your peace he will destroy it the bible that's what he said i said the god of peace shall bruise satan under your feet will bring forth a dominion of peace in fact there's another place where it says the god of peace and may the peace of god rule in your heart what what does that mean exercise dominion 
So I'm now realizing that this peace from God is a worrying. It's not a. It's not a, a, a. You know, it is a peace that does not accommodate anything else. So it comes in to drive away everything that is not of peace. There is no space. It's, you know, you cannot. The Bible says where the spirit of Lord is, there is, there is liberty. It does not have space for anything that is contrary to peace. No wonder Paul kept on paying, paying, paying this prayer to all the churches. First Thessalonians 5.23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And, and I pray God that your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the God of peace also sanctifies us. He separates us. He, can, he separates my spirit, separates my soul, separates my body. And it preserves me blameless unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And honestly, some of us, we need that separation. There are situations that some of us are going through. We need a buffer. We need something that will buffer us from the assault that is coming at us every day, spirit, soul, and body. If you are in that situation, First Thessalonians 5.23 is a prayer that you should pray. Father, let the God of peace, Lord, you, I know you are the God of peace, and I ask that you sanctify me wholly. And I pray that my whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is what um, Paul prays here. That the God of peace will sanctify me wholly. Wholly. Sanctify means to separate, keep apart, set apart, preserve, protect, prepare also for service. That's what sanctification means. But when something is sanctified, it is not touched by anything that is contrary. It is, you know, it is kept. So I, I, I think I really need that. So Father, I thank you that you know I really ask that you you know that you sanctify me with your peace. Sanctify me holy spirit, soul and body. Hebrews thirteen, twenty to twenty one says now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the everlasting covenant, may he make you may may you may he perfect you in every good work to do his will. Walking in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So he says, May the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ make you perfect in every good work to do his will, walking in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. So I'm going to close with this scripture and I'm going to pray it personally and I ask that you pray it as well. So I pray that the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ that great shepherd of the sheep through the everlasting covenant may he make me perfect in every good work to do his will working in me that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with all of us. Peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. May the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray that God himself will keep your whole spirit, soul, and body, preserve it blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And may the God of peace bruise Satan under your feet shortly in Jesus' name. And may his grace be with you. Mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you.